him or on our YouTube page as well. Great daily uh, encouragement to listen to God together. Hi, Peter. Welcome. Hi, Jenna. Glad you're here. Welcome, welcome, everyone. We'll take just about 30 more seconds, let people uh, switch over, make sure everyone who wanted to make it made it over, and then we'll, we'll uh, proceed. Thank you, Kalani, for your gift of, of music this morning. Thank you for that. Uh, welcome, Chrissy, our spiritual director. Chrissy Sonnelin just, just joined in. If you're looking for uh, some spiritual direction or connection, you should, should uh, email her, ksonnelin at whitworth.edu, and, and uh, get some encouragement or just time to pray individually or together. Hi, Claire. Welcome. Glad you're here. So we are here at chapel and I should say at chapel, at virtual chapel, we'll call it. And so delighted that we get to be together uh, and, and share in this, in this together. Uh, I, I wish, of course, we were physically in person, but I'm really deeply grateful for this, this, uh, media that allows us to connect in this way. Really glad, glad we are together. And I hope wherever you are today, you know that you're a part of this Whitworth community. I keep, keep those comments going. Uh, really, it's wonderful to see those, see that the chat's going um, and, and uh, sharing, sharing whatever's going on for you. Oh, there we go. I see the, I see Walker and Ann and Beck and Greg on the YouTube. I see you there too. So we we want to we can interact and and uh, give give send little notes uh, if you if you put any prayer requests in the comments at any point uh, we'll make sure that we as campus ministry staff pray for them uh, we'll have a little time of prayer at the end but you're welcome to to bring any of those any of those um, prayer requests here as well and see that you're we see that you're here hi Ellen welcome well as you know we've been going through a series on Deuteronomy. And we've been doing this Shema, listening to God through the book of Deuteronomy. And we're going to continue that. We aren't going to stop just because we can't be together. We're going to continue to listen to, to God's word in Deuteronomy. And this is a sermon actually that was scheduled for the week before uh, spring break, our, before our extra week of spring break. And that this sermon felt so um, appropriate and, and timely that I felt like we needed to keep this topic on and cut a different one. So we, we're going to uh, come to Deuteronomy chapter 5 and, and uh, look at a passage that may be familiar, but something I think God has for us, especially in this coronavirus interrupted crisis time. When I think about this coronavirus, it, it's uh, pretty clear that, that there's one thing that has been really common across our world. And I said in the Shema yesterday is this disruption, Right disruption is everywhere. Everything is disrupted. And the disruption, I think it reaches to two different places for me anyway. One is my autonomy. I like being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And this COVID-19 has changed that. We can't do our normal things. We can't be at chapel right now. We can't be in classes where we want to be. We can't be going to the store or even going out or with friends or, or gathering the way we'd want to. We, our autonomy has been disrupted, as well as our productivity, right? Everything has slowed down, and they see it in the economy, most of all. You see it in the stock market. Productivity has been uh, slowed down. Our autonomy and productivity have been forced to slow down, and in some cases even stop in this, in this uh, time because of this virus. 
And our passage today is one that speaks to stopping and productivity and autonomy. And now I wonder if it might have something to say to us today. So you remember a few weeks ago, we talked about the, God's 10 yeses, these 10 commandments that aren't, aren't just red lights, they're, they're green lights. They're green lights for us to be living into what it means to flourish as human beings, as God invites us to be live with him as the one true God and to seek life for others and to honor those around us, those closest relationships, and to be able to be grateful for what we have. All these yeses that God's given us. And if you want to listen to those uh, or see that, check out that sermon on SoundCloud. It's on our chapel's website if you want to catch up in that. So that's, these yeses are there, and we come to this yes in chapter 5 of Deuteronomy, verses 12 through 15. It says this, Observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter or your male or female slave or your ox or your donkey or any of your livestock or the resident alien in your towns, so that your male and female slave may rest as well as you. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. This is our word today. So in the middle of these ten yeses, we come to this one. Keep the Sabbath day. Keep the Sabbath day. This is one that at first glance, I think, it seems like not that big a deal. Uh, yeah, we all want rest. We're all too busy. We all would love to, to have a chance to slow down a little, right? That's great. That sounds good in theory. But when we get into it a little bit, and it actually says, six days you shall labor and do your work. Okay, that's good. I like working, and God made us to work. We're meant to have meaningful work as people, right? But then the seventh day you shall rest. You shall not do any work. You shall cease from your work. That's a little harder, right? I mean, think about this, this, this COVID-19 disruption and being forced not to do things. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard not to have the, the, the ability to go in and work. Our autonomy, our control, and our productivity are disrupted. So much of our world tells us that we're, we are what we produce. We are what we produce. We produce things, and so we are. And as students, you produce essays, and you produce tests, and assignments, and readings, and you get rewarded for it with grades and degrees. You have your CV where you're building up your resume of what it looks like, how you can show people how productive you are. You're productive in your job, and you get an income for it. Productivity can define us, but when we're forced to stop, all of a sudden, that identity marker gets stripped away. It's hard. This is what Sabbath forces us to start thinking about. What happens when I'm not what I produce? Am I something if I'm not producing? Am I something, am I okay with life if I'm not in control? These are questions that, that we have as we look at our, as we look at this Sabbath command but then it even gets more, this, this, this guidance from God for human flourishing, it's not just for me, it also is then for all those around me, for my son and daughter as slave, 
um, ox or donkey or livestock or resident alien, all those around us, even the vulnerable, even those who seem to be less, even the animals or the servants, they all also get the same rest. And that gets even more complicated. Give me a wave if anyone out there likes Chick-fil-A. Anyone like Chick-fil-A out there? Got some, some Chick-fil-A fans? I remember I, I actually can't eat Chick-fil-A anymore, but hey, there's a hey, Rachel likes Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I see you, Sarah. Luke, yeah, nice. Emily, California, Chick-fil-A. When I used to be able to, I used to be able to eat Chick-fil-A before I had some, some food allergy stuff go on. And I love going to Chick-fil-A and get a great chicken sandwich. And I remember going there on a Sunday afternoon and showing up at Chick-fil-A and thinking and driving up ready for my yummy, delicious Chick-fil-A and waffle fries. And then, ah, oh, it's Sunday. Chick-fil-A is closed. And that, that moment of, I don't like this. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's great idea in theory. But in reality, I want my chicken sandwich and waffle fries and maybe one of those delicious creamy milkshakes right now. This is inconvenient for me. And I'm not in control when now other people have to have this Sabbath thing. I don't like that. We've had that experience maybe right now. Amazon Prime, right? Amazon Prime, like two-day shipping. Well, why am I not getting my two-day shipping during the coronavirus crisis? I want my two-day shipping. This disruption shows us that it's not, this disruption in our life right now is reminding us of this word, I think, in, in, De- in Deuteronomy, that this is actually a Sabbath command, not just for me to flourish, but for others to flourish as well, particularly those who are more vulnerable, those who, are, who aren't at the top of the heap, the livestock and the resident alien, the immigrant in our midst, they also get a rest. God also cares about them and their flourishing. There's rest for all. Well, that all just makes it more complicated because now my, my autonomy is even less because I can't just go get my Chick-fil-A and get my Amazon Prime. My, my productivity is less because I'm supposed to stop. And like our world right now, in this forced Sabbath at Whitworth and in our world much broad, more broadly, we have to slow down. We have to slow down and say, whoa, 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 what do I do? And this is where verse 15, I think, gives us a good word. Remember, this is God's logic. This is God's reason for keeping the Sabbath. And before we say it, in, in Exodus, the, the account in Exodus in the Ten Commandments, the logic is creation. God created on six days, and the seventh day he rested, so should we. There's something good in that. We're made, God's image bearers, made to do good work. And if God rested, then we should too. That's a good start. But also, in Deuteronomy, it switches. One of the, one of the major shifts in, the, in these Ten Commandments between Exodus and Deuteronomy is this right here. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. And so God gives us the logic Here's why you need to keep the Sabbath. Not only because you are my image bearers and 
and participants in my stewardship of creation, but also because you were a slave and I redeemed you. I love you. I'm in control. This is my world, God says to us, and invites us to rest in his love, to rest in his productivity, to rest in his control of the universe. Sabbath forces us to trust that God actually loves us. Sabbath invites us to say, yes, God, you actually are going to take care of us. Sabbath invites us to say, you're not only going to take care of me, but I was a slave, so I'm no better than that person or that person. I'm no better than that livestock who works to sustain others. I'm not better than them. Sabbath reminds us of our solidarity with all of creation that is made to have a rest. God calls us to have Sabbath not out of a rule, a red light, but a green light to flourish. To flourish as ones who trust him, to flourish as ones who trust him and his love, not just for us, but for the whole world, people and the created order. This is the Sabbath invitation. One way to think about Sabbath is an intentional stopping to get right with God, right with self, and right with those closest relationships in our world. An intentional stopping to get right with God, right with self, right with our closest relationships, and I would say right with the created order. An intentional stopping. We've all been forced right now to stop in various ways. Forced to to reevaluate if my productivity really is what makes me valuable. Stopped and realized I'm not in control. And maybe this COVID-19 is a little little pause to invite us to a lifestyle where we intentionally stop. Find ways to stop and get right with God and self and close relationships in our creative world around us. And recognize that that flourishing, that stopping, isn't meant just for me. It's also meant for all of us, particularly those who maybe wouldn't have the opportunity particularly those who are providing the food supply chains for us, providing those services that we can take for granted at different times, that we could seek the flourishing of all, seek the flourishing and Sabbath of all people, not just ourselves. This is God's gift to us in Sabbath. Let's say it this way. God's gracious gift of Sabbath frees us from bondage to control and productivity, to trusting God and promoting the flourishing of all that God has made. Let me say that one more time. God's gracious gift of Sabbath for us frees us from the bondage to control and productivity to lives that trust God and promote the flourishing of all that God has made. This is my prayer for us today. Please join me in prayer. God, we do lift up our world to you. We pray for healing from this coronavirus across the world, near and far. We pray for strength for those who are serving tirelessly in caring professions, support professions. We pray for Sabbath rest for them. God, we pray for the Whitworth community as we step into this 
this new way of learning and engaging. We pray for connection. We pray for anyone feeling lonely, that they would, they would find ways of being in relationship and knowing they are loved by you and by others. And we pray, God, that we here at Whitworth would live in your Sabbath ways. We live in, in trusting you that you're in control. We live knowing our productivity does not define us. We would live in such a way that we could stop and rest and find flourishing for us and all of what you have made, Lord God. We trust you this day. We give you ourselves for your service. Even in the midst of this forced Sabbath, lead us in your ways of Sabbath rest. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We will be back here next Tuesday, and as well as you can check out the Shema of the Day on Instagram and on the YouTube site. We are uh, going to continue to be in community. Please reach out. Feel free to reach out to campus ministry staff if you want to give prayer requests or just say hi. Um, we'd love to pray for you and be in connection with you and receive this benediction. Go from here knowing the love of God the Father who reigns over all. Go knowing and trusting the love of Jesus Christ who's come to us to affirm us and give us his Sabbath rest and go knowing the power, the fellowship, and the flourishing of the Holy Spirit who leads us in God's Sabbath ways this day and every day. Bless you. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.